Kelly Stumpy, a.k.a. The Car Mom, has a great Instagram account. That's how we met her. We, we produced the podcast that she does with her sister, Liz, called The Carpool with Kelly and Liz. But I followed her, The Car Mom, on Instagram for over a year now. And some time ago, she posted a video of the cabin air filters in your car. Did you even know that was a thing? Um, I mean, I knew that it was a thing. I didn't think that I had anything to do with it. Like, I assumed that when it's like, oh, you need a 60,000 mile tune up or whatever, that people just took care of that. Not the cabin air filters. I think the I think engines have air filters or filters of different sorts that get replaced. But the cabin air filter is uh, between the air that circulates uh, in your car post heater or air conditioner. So it removes pollen and dust and lint and just stuff that's blowing around. If you have allergies, it it's super important or super mm-hmm. good to take good care of them. Well, this is months ago that she posted about cabin air filters. And I was like, huh, I never knew those are a thing. I have a car that's 10 years old and have never even looked into that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I just filed it away. Last week, we were, well, I was waiting. Ellie and I were in the car waiting for Callie to do something. And I said, you know what? I'm going to look for this cabin air filter. So I found a YouTube video on where a cabin air filter would be in a Nissan Pathfinder. It's behind the glove compartment. I loosened the glove compartment door. Didn't need any tools. Did it all right sitting there found where the compartment was, popped it open and reached under. Like I couldn't, I didn't want to get out of the car and like climb on the ground and stuff. So it's just kind of doing it by feel. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Like I could feel the little Mm -hmm. tab. I pulled it. Now the car's running because it was hot and, and Ellie and I were waiting for you. So the car was running, the air conditioner was on. As I slid it out, I could hear the whistle of air Mm -hmm. like i had just opened up a portal i could feel the air blowing out get maybe twice as strong like all of a sudden it was like you know it went from like to Mm -hmm. and uh i tell you I don't know if I've ever held anything more disgusting in my hands. 10 years of filth caked on these filters, pine needles, something that looks like a toenail. Ew. Uh, it was completely black. You could see no light through it. Obviously very clogged because of the air intensity that increased. Mm-hmm. Um, I touched it. Sticky. That's it was disgusting. So gross. How often are you supposed to change those things? It depends. Um, but more than once every 10 years, I will tell you that. It depends on the like, do I need to change mine? It's not difficult to change yours. Like seriously, you it it's very simple. So I highly would recommend changing. And we live walking distance to a Napa. Yeah. So I feel like you can just buy them. It's something everybody can do themselves. Yeah, you know, right? and and the my replacement was like 25 bucks. Okay. 
and highly, highly recommend if you have a car that's more than a few years old and you've never done it to look into it. It, I feel the same way about that as I do about vacuuming and leaving tracks on a carpet. You ever vacuum wall to wall carpeting and you leave the tracks and it just looks like you just clean, have the clean yeah. experience. Pulling those filters out and feeling the air start to rush. I was like, oh, that's good. And it got colder. Like within a couple of minutes, it was act- like I had to turn it. Like I had to crank down to like 68 or 69 degrees. And I had to turn it up to like 72 because it got, it was so much more efficient. Anyhow, all that to say, check your air filters because uh, it was nasty and it was gross and it, it was so easy to do. And 100, 10 out of 10 stars, highly recommend. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, May 6th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for YouTube instructional videos. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the first night's sleep back in our own bed. It feels really good. Like the other night, there's nothing like the first night after you get back from out of town and you sleep in your own bed. Like that's like an extra good sleep, you know? I can tell you. And yet, you know what? I like, I don't like to ever, ever, ever say negative things about advertisers on our show, but I'm going to have to say something negative about one of our advertisers. I have found a downside to cozy earth sheets, which would be they are more comfortable. Now our bed at home is more comfortable than hotels. Oh, you weren't on the call. So I was talking to the cozy earth guy, like before our promotion started. And he was telling me, cause you know, they come in that like designer kind of bag thing. Like, like it's t- like, like, it looks bag. like a tote bag. Yeah, yeah. Super nice leather handles. Like I'm into it. And, uh, I, you know, Karen on our team mentioned to the guy at Cozy Earth that Callie like loves the packaging. And he's like, oh, well, we did that because our customers were telling us that they travel with their sheets because they're so comfortable. So we made them a cute bag so they could travel with them. And I'm like, what? That's how you know that you've made a, a good product. If somebody is willing to go to a place where a housekeeper will change your sheets every day or every other day and put, make your bed every day or every other day for you included in the price yet you still choose to bring your own from home. I know so good. So that's that's it. That's we're always going to keep it real here on the upside and there's the downside to cozy earth sheets. Now your at home bed is more comfortable than the fancy hotel beds you stay in on vacation. Okay, so let's jump into our chat. Our our it wasn't a seminar, it wasn't I don't know, what do you call it? It wasn't a speech cuz we were uh, it was interactive. Today's Friday. Oh, yeah. Okay. We forgot our one to 10 check-in. Yeah. Jeff Dollar, on a scale of one to 10, how are you? I am a 10. Are you? Yeah. Up from a four last week. This past week, in the spirit of everything happening and the way that it should, the, the past few days, the past week has moved me from a four to a 10. The first thing that happened was messages from 
so many people. Thank you, everybody who took time to leave a voicemail, to send me an email, to send me a message on Instagram. Thank you. Uh, you know, a big pillar or whatever of our show is to remind you that whatever your circumstances is, uh, are, you are not alone, right? There's always, mm -hmm. there's comfort in numbers and somebody is going through or has recently gone through whatever challenge you're facing right now. And the stuff that I said last Friday just hit a nerve with a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. And that felt, it, it's crappy that a whole bunch of us are feeling that way, but it felt good to know, one, that I wasn't alone, and two, that I was able to provide comfort to some other people by just saying, yeah, this is where I'm at. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. that was the first thing. Then DC far exceeded, and I think we're going to talk about this in a couple of minutes, but DC far exceeded expectations. We got some 1022 business news on the day that we got to DC that we've had our fingers crossed for that, that we really, really wanted. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was good. And that was like, okay. It's almost like, um, last week, last Friday was a four and it really felt rough. And then the universe all conspired to say, Hey, you know what? Here's some signs, relax. Everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be so that, it's like opening the top of a pressure cooker. Yeah. Like once I said it, the pressure came off, but then I was able to see all the good things. Mm -hmm. So yeah. How are you on a one to 10? I am an eight. You're only up from a one, from one point from last week. I thought you'd be at a 10 also. Oh, it was great. I just still don't feel very well. Oh, got it. Like I'm just still not feeling great. Um, and Ellie James is sick. So, you know, that's a bummer too. She's fine. She just has her first cold. I... <laughs> And it's really sweet when she is feeling under the weather because you get extra good snuggles. And I'm not surprised that she was sick. I mean, look, our kid has not been around people, a lot of people for two ever. For her uh, yeah, life. ever. Like COVID, her whole she's life. a COVID kid. She's a COVID kid. So we take her to a hotel with a lot of people. We caught her eating goldfish crackers off the floor of the carpeted hotel room, which I'm sure is full of germs. Um, so, you know, our COVID kid needed some some good germs. They were, but just for the record, they were our goldfish crackers. She yes. just relocated them onto the floor, then ate them. It wasn't like she found a goldfish cracker in the corner. No, she likes to like sort her food. Yeah. It's like her thing. So she was sorting her gold goldfish crackers on the floor and I turned around and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to be sick. Um, so anyways, yeah, I'm just, I'm an eight. I'm so good. This week was unbelievable. Like it was so cool. And did we, I mean, I still don't know what to call it because we were hired as like, it was a speaking engagement, but it felt not like a speaking engagement. It, and it wasn't really, I liked it. it we were contracted speakers. And yes, on paper, mm -hmm. but our conversation was more interactive and they paired us with someone else. So it was uh, Callie and I and this and this one other guy. And we and the way we decided on our different topics, like how to make money from advertising on your podcast, how to launch your podcast, how to book guests, whatever, like these little topics. Right. And we divided them among the three of us. And then the way it went is we would each talk for five to 10 minutes and we would rotate. 
he would go first, then Callie, then me, then him, then Callie, then me. And I think we went around the group three times. Then we were going to open it up to questions was the plan, but it became more of a interactive conversational type of thing. Yeah, it was super cool. So I talked a lot about programming shows and smart um, things. Callie to nailed do. it. She was so nervous. She, You were the best one of the three of us. You think? Yes. Thank you for saying that. You did so good. Like I watched the people as you were talking and they were writing vigorous, vigorously as you were saying, because you were giving them... Boom, like do this. Well, and I'm glad do that this. we decided to do that. And that was largely in part to you. So credit to you for that. But one of the best pieces of feedback I think we got after is, and we haven't gotten the formal feedback, but someone was like, it was so helpful the way that you gave specific action items, because a lot of times when you hear people speak, and this is totally true. And Jeff, you've been to a million conventions, like people are talking about really generic, semi-abstract ideas. So while it's inspiring, there's like a level of, okay, well, how do I do that? Like there's, you know what I mean? So we, um, were trying to give action items because a lot of the focus of the summit that these athletes were at were, okay, what are some, things to think about when your career is, is over or you decide to retire as an athlete or whatever it is, because when I your think sports, when you're, when your gold medal chasing part of your life is over. Right. Because what? for most people, I think that's a fairly small window. I mean, you're pretty young. And then by the time you're, you know, in your thirties, you're, you're looking for other things to do. So they said, can you teach our athletes basically how to podcast, like give them some actionable things so they can walk out of here. And if they want to start a podcast, they can, which Jeff and I are like fired up about a million percent. So we were able to do that. And I, I felt really good about it. I, I really liked the compliment that the action items were cool. I'm going to keep that in mind. Um, years ago, I was at a radio convention and I was asked to be on a panel and it was, the panel was like one hour long. And I think there were five of us on the panel. And the goal was within the hour, they were going to give you're, you're supposed to walk away with 30 tips like 30 things that you can do to make your radio show better mm -hmm. the next time you open the microphone. Mm -hmm. I, and so we were going to go around, which means every one of us would have been responsible. There's five of us on the panel. Every one of us would have been responsible for, for six of them, mm -hmm. but you would only have 90 seconds to deliver it. Mm -hmm. I loved that concept. And I've used that ever since, ever since then. It's really smart. Because- that's what people are going to remember. Like you can go to all the panels you want and you can hear about wah, 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 audience development. Wah, 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 wah. Eh, nobody wants that. Like people want do this, do a, then B and C should happen. Yeah. Done. Yeah. If it takes you more than 90 seconds to explain it. Then it's too hard. One of the things that really struck me and Jeff and I have talked about this and I was talking to some of the athletes about this we were in our panel and a guy raised his hand and he said, 
And keep in mind, every single person in that room is an Olympic or Paralympic athlete, meaning you are literally the best our country has to offer. Yeah. Like you are at the top, right? Like nobody does it like Olympic and Paralympic athletes. So it's a room full of very, very accomplished and talented people. And this guy raises his hand and he's like, yeah, so how are we supposed to ask people for money to sponsor our podcast? When there are people like, and he rattled off four people that I had never heard of that I'm assuming are huge mega athletes with huge mega deals. When there are people they like- were, um, They're NBA players. Oh, the, I have no clue. The other guy, this is funny because the, the guy on the panel, the other guy on the panel, his name was Chris. He works, he used to work for Sports Illustrated. He works in podcasting now, but he's worked in sports his entire life. Mm -hmm. So he references- a couple of NBA players who had a podcast a couple years ago and he speaks of them as like very highly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, Cal, you obviously didn't even, it didn't click with you, but I'm like, I just got to smile and pretend I know who he's talking about. Yeah. I'm Cause no I felt clue. like, I felt like the majority of the room knew who he was talking about, but that's the guy that you're talking about. That's who he referenced. He brought them okay, back up it. and you and I were like, Ooh. who? Um, so <laughs> Which the guy, is going to help prove your point. Yeah. The guy said, how do we get people that want to sponsor us when we're not the X, Y, and Z people of the world? And my first thought was, oh my gosh, like these people have no clue how incredibly accomplished and talented they are. Like, it doesn't matter who you are and how accomplished you are, but there is this general feeling when you're a human being of still not being enough. Right. You know, I assume that every one of them is going to be super confident and super whatever, and they still struggle with the same human insecurities that all of us do. And, you know, I've been coming off a couple of weeks of, of feeling really insecure myself. And, and one of the women that we talked to, she was like, yeah, but you're an entrepreneur and a yeah. podcaster. And I was like, but you're an Olympic and Paralympic athlete. Like I, I just, I can't even believe that was a thing, but it was a really good grounding moment for me and a reminder that you can be the most accomplished person at what you do and still feel like you're not enough. And that is such a common human thing. I think I said that to one of, to Rebecca Hart, mm -hmm. who, if you haven't seen Callie's Instagram post, um, that's whose medal um, Callie got to hold. Like so there's a picture so of cool. Callie holding an Olympic medal. But I said to her, cause she was out everyone, everybody was humble that we talked to for more than three minutes. Every single one. Everybody was humble. And what we said to her is at the end of this year at like Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, and, and we're all standing up with our friends and family going around the table saying what we're grateful for. Like meeting y'all is going to be on our short list. Like this experience. Like maybe in our lives. Right. And this is going to be written like an Ellie's baby book. Mm -hmm. And she was like, really? And I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. And so that was like my first big takeaway. My second takeaway was how casually they talk about things that are like the biggest deal to the rest of us. Like one woman, we were talking to her and she was awesome. We were talking to two, um, 
do you say like compete in luge? Do you, they, they do the luge. That's their sport. They're losers. Luge. They're losers. You're such um, a loser. You're such a loser. God, why didn't I say that? They would have thought I was so funny. Oh yeah. I'm glad you didn't say that. But they were talking to us about podcasting and, and one of them casually mentioned um, that she had broken her neck and her back. And Jeff was like, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, like I had an injury last year. I broke my neck and my back is it was pretty awful. But anyways, and Jeff is like, no, 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 I'm going to need you to pause for like two seconds. And we're going to need to discuss. You broke your back, took one Olympics off, and now you're coming back for another one. Like in what world is this happening right now? If any of them end up starting a podcast, I think and we are privileged enough to coach them if they recruit us to help them, mm -hmm. that's going to be our biggest challenge. Is convincing Is them convincing that woman to spend an entire episode talking about breaking her back and, and recovering from that. I got to be honest, when we got this invitation, Jeff and I spent weeks talking about how we were going to like meet a bunch of corporate people. And, you know, our goal was to meet all the sponsors and who we met were the athletes. And we spent all of our time with them, hearing their stories, brainstorming, going over podcast ideas. And it was incredible. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I've struggled with anxiety for years. And what a lot of people don't know is that indicators of stress can be physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, digestive issues, and even sleeping too little, too much, or under and overeating. I'm learning right now more than ever that stress can really impact your physical health. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, I'm here to remind you to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. I've been in therapy on and off for years, and it has completely changed my life. If you're struggling and you're thinking about therapy, you've probably asked yourself, really, what's it going to do for me? I can't see that playing out in my head in a way that's actually going to impact my life. It's just a phase. I'll get over it. That is such a common thought, but therapy can and does help you, and you don't have to wait for the fog to lift or try and navigate a hard time on your own. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. This is a big announcement. Now shipping Snow Days Pizza Bites, the taco flavor. That's right. Healthy Pizza Bites marrying tacos and pizza delivered right to your door. Our friends at Snow Days, great partners of the Upside. We love to work with them because we love Snow Days Pizza Bites, all their flavors. But Ellie also loves Snow Days Pizza Bites, and we love sharing them with her because they are 
healthy, certified organic ingredients, certified grain and gluten-free, grass-fed and free-range and humanely raised cheeses and proteins, plus no preservatives, no artificial ingredients, and there's protein in every single bite. The best part is all the ingredients, you can pronounce them. So if you're looking for a snack to have in your house that you can just throw in the air fryer, in the microwave, in the oven for just a minute and deliver your child something tasty that you won't have a problem sneaking off their plate, Snow Day's Pizza Bites, the way to go. And now the new taco flavor, limited inventory, a limited time window of availability. Order now. It'll ship immediately. But once they're gone, they're gone. Use the promo code UPSIDE when you go to snowdays.com slash UPSIDE. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. That's snowdays.com slash UPSIDE. We've been organizing our finances this year. And one thing that's been so debilitating for us is credit cards with insanely high interest. If you're tired of paying high interest rates on your credit card debt, check out Lightstream. Their credit card consolidation loan can help you pay off those credit cards fast and keep more money in your pocket in the process. I have excellent credit and we still have credit cards with interest rates in the teens and one that's almost 30%. Stop overpaying and take control of your finances with Lightstream. Lightstream believes that people with great credit deserve a great rate and that's just what they give you. Loans range from $5,000 to $100,000. You can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 5.73 APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is lower than most credit cards. Apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. Just go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.73% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Today's three random things is brought to you by Snow Days Pizza Bites. They are the pizza bites that we all like ate when we were kids, but without all the junk, you can understand every single ingredient in them and they are delicious. They have hidden vegetables and they have a taco flavor right now, super limited that you can only get because you know this podcast and you've heard me say this sentence. Uh, check out snowdays.com slash upside for a discount on that flavor and free shipping. My first random thing is the top of the jellyfish. Like, you know, that kind of looks like a mushroom. The, uh-huh. do you know what that's called? I don't. It's called the bell. So if you didn't know, Ding now dong. you know. Ding dong. My second random thing is on average, it takes between 12 to 14 dates before couples will trade house keys. Jeff Dollar. Too short, too too long. Did you say days or dates? dates? 12 to 14 dates. I feel like that's about right. Because if you have like one date a week, which I don't think most people do when you first start dating, so it'd be like probably what, six months of dating? No, if you, I think most people, once you go out on a date, if it goes well, then like the next week you have two dates, the next week you have three dates, Mm, then you're like two or three. So I think that works out to be two or three months. I think that's maybe even too soon. Yeah. Okay. I think it's about right though. That's good. And my third random thing, um, uses for oatmeal, the number one use for oatmeal. Breakfast? No. Oatmeal cookies. Do you have any idea what the number two is? I'm just going to tell you, you don't. It's Bre- meatloaf. Breakfast. Oh. Who? How? How do you use oatmeal and meatloaf? 
You put oatmeal in the, that's an ingredient. What? You've never made meatloaf? No. And I've also never heard of that. I just assumed it was like meat and tomato sauce and onions. No, you got to put stale bread in there. Or Have you ever made meatballs? No. Oh, you know, meatballs have like bread in there. No. Stale bread that helps it all stay together. Um, I've heard of oatmeal being used for both. Okay. Well, apparently that's the number two usage, uh, followed by number three, which is my personal favorite. Breakfast. No, this is a list of non-cereal usage. Oh, got it. Okay. Did I miss that at the beginning? Did you say so that? So I thought, I, uh, maybe I didn't say that. Okay. Anyways, so non-cereal usages for oatmeal, number one, oatmeal cookies, number two, meatloaf. So weird. And number three, my personal favorite, a fruit crisp. And those are my three random things. We like to end every single week with a beautiful human alert. And this week, the beautiful human is actually someone that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Jamie. And she posted a story the other day that I thought was so terrific. Her and her husband, Eric, um, from what I was able to gather, uh, renovate houses, like flip houses. Mm -hmm. And... They recently sold a historic home in Charleston and they bought new construction somewhere that they were going to move into. Mm-hmm. And they were all set to, to move in. They um, were very, very close to like m- moving out of the old house, moving into the new one. Uh, old houses was sold. Did I mention that? And the neighbor of their, a neighbor of their new house had a fire, destroyed their home. So this family with four kids no longer has a house. They donated to this family's GoFundMe page and started getting the email updates and realized that the biggest stress this family was having was having to relocate all of their kids out of the school district because the rental market was so tight. They couldn't find a place to rent in the same school district while their home was fixed or maybe even rebuilt, Mm -hmm. right? So Jamie and Eric said that they took a couple days to pray on it and decided that they would rent them their brand new house that they haven't even moved into yet. So they reached out to the family, figured out um, all the logistics, and now uh, Jamie and Eric currently are looking for a new place to live. And because they have renovated a lot of homes and they have experience doing that from a business point of view, they're able to get multiple mortgages Mm -hmm. easily. So they were able to go back to their bank and go, hey, we actually need to buy another house. So they're working on finding a new place to live. And this family is moving in just a couple doors down from where their last house was destroyed by fire. So Jamie and Eric... Uh, it was that that is a very selfless thing for you to do. And that for that reason, you are the Upside's beautiful humans this week. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We rented a rental car for D.C. and I went with a company, I was in charge of the rental, and I went with the company called Sixt, I think is how you say it. It's German, it's a German company. And the reason that I chose them is because the car that we rented was overall 
for the week, $600 cheaper. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's a really big deal. I'm going to book with this company. Didn't read anything about them, whatever. I get to pick up the car, like when I picked it up, and the lady's like, all of our systems are down. They're doing everything manually, which is like fine, but it just took a while, whatever. We got the car, it was fine. Then I read a news article, literally on our way <laughs> driving home, that the company went through a massive cyber attack and there's no, like, they have no email. They have no phone. They ha you can't get in touch with them. Callie was getting so frustrated because we were returning it a day later than we thought we were. And she was trying to call them or email them or do a customer service message to let them know. And nothing was going through. And I know you're concerned. I think it's great because we could just, now we have an excuse. We could be like, yeah, we tried to call you. I, I mean, I did. And I even went, you know, I'm like a rule follower, right? So I tried to call them and their voicemail message says, and by the way, I only saw it on the news. Like I did not know about this because I guess they aren't even allowed to email us or anything. Like they're totally locked out of their systems. And when I called the message on their answering machine said, we are having worldwide outages. You have to use our website. Then I went to the website. The website was also broken. So I don't know what we're walking into with returning this car. Maybe we can just keep it. Maybe we can just keep the car. Yeah. Um, but I did uh, do a screen recording of me trying to follow their instructions. Oh my gosh. Because I am a rule follower and their instructions didn't work. And I just wanted it on the record because Cali Dollar does not mess around with the rules. I tried to do what they said. It didn't work. So I have no clue what we're walking into. And I really honestly, Jeff, I want you to handle it because I feel like if anything goes sideways, I'll just like roll over and be like, oh, okay. And what's going to go sideways? Their computers are down. It's probably going to be easier than if they had to log it into the computer. They're probably going to take the keys, write a, something on a piece of paper and have you sign it. Yeah. It's going to be even more simple. I don't know. I'm scared. You've heard us tell you that MeUndies has super soft underwear and loungewear. But did you know they also have swimwear? We're going to the beach next month and I want to feel as confident as possible when I'm in my swimsuit. But the styles that are trendy right now, for the most part, like when I've been looking online, I'm like, um, that covers nothing. I absolutely do not feel comfortable wearing that. MeUndies, not a problem. They have such cute swimsuits. They have basic colors. They have really cool prints, um, but they are such cute styles that are really flattering. And they come in sizes extra small through 4XL. Let's face it, summer is sweaty, but your butt doesn't have to be. With MeUndies light and breathable micro model fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. They have super fun seasonal prints, like I said. Um, they have tons of styles to choose from. And if you're gonna be at the beach or the pool this summer, check out their new and improved swimwear styles. They're soft, stretchy, and sustainably made. Make it a soft summer with Me Undies. Me Undies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. If you sign up for their free-to-join membership, you can apply that discount to their already discounted membership prices, which is super cool. That's a great deal. To get 15% off your first order and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com Upside. That's MeUndies.com Upside. I bought some shoes today because I needed them. The old ones are comfortable. I like them, but they couldn't serve me where I was walking to. But when I put them on, I realized they didn't immediately feel good. 
it was a little discomfort. But I kept them on and I kept walking. I kept moving. And what I realized was by the end of the day, that discomfort slowly went away. And some of you are starting new journeys, or you need to. And you're scared to put on new shoes because the old ones are comfortable. You're looking for immediate validation, immediate satisfaction, immediate support. And you're not always going to get that. Sometimes you got to keep walking. You got to keep moving until the circumstances and the people around you mold and fit to where you're going. Put on your new shoes.